And this is where I'm mad. If I get that dang vaccine, I'm going wild. Just wild. wild? Wow. What? Okay, when you, when, you say, when you say you're going wild, I what is am that? immune. No, you're not. I am immune. Hey, I'm going to be up. No, hey, buddy, how you you're doing? Not I'm going to be Stop. everywhere. Hey. Everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, no mask. But, but what? you're not immune. Yo, 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 it's Jav. And Davey. Welcome to the Decent Take Show, serving me, Kriabi, give it to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. Dude, you messed it up so hard. It's their second favorite podcast. It doesn't have to be perfect. What? Burger King, we are coming for you. Burgers! Listen, everybody knows how much I hate Burger King. Burger King is the home of the $1.49 10-piece nugget. You cannot trust nuggets that are 10 of them for less than $2, and they have always been garbage to me. Burger King is just like the royal family. They don't matter. Yes, <laughs> and they're sexist. Yes, because Burger <laughs> King tweeted out. Oh, wait, I don't know if the royal family is sexist. We can't get in trouble with the royal king kingdom can we i don't know i hope they're I'm not in gonna england get, right what are they gonna do send me a letter be like off with your head and i'll be like okay thanks i'm yeah, throwing the weather letter don't even away. matter we don't yeah. care about london we haven't yeah. cared since 1776 ever hear about Say the less. shoot except for i love their History. accents yeah that's true their accents are super dope yeah i take back so. everything i said about you anyways let's go to burger king <laughs> burger king decided that they were going to make a controversial tweet Oh, let's just talk to their marketing guy for one. Bad idea, bro. Yeah. It was International Women's Day. Women's Day. Woman's and time. Women's Day or is it Women's Day? Women's Day, I think, yeah. I said Women's Day. You, you said that second. You start, Yeah, you started so I corrected Day. myself. You decided to correct me again. Unnecessary. No, it Anyways, so it was International Women's Day, and they decided to tweet, women belong in the kitchen, yep. is what they decided to tweet. Because, you know, that sells burgers right and <laughs> following that do you have the rest yeah of the i got the rest the of it Go ahead, read following their, that yep. so they tweet out women belong in the kitchen all right and then they come back and funny thing about royal family this is burger king uk's twitter that tweeted this oh yeah okay. all, all all of the uk's canceled for this week <laughs> if they want to of course that's how they follow it up yet and only 20 percent yeah separate, separate tweet. tweet separate tweet so people are like, what? And then they reply to their own tweet saying, if they want to, of course, yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. P okay, you Equality. should learn by now, clickbait and then responding to the clickbait yourself mm -hmm. may work on YouTube. Yeah. But it does not work on Twitter. Mm -hmm. We move much faster on Twitter. Oh, yeah. We move on. All we care about <laughs> is that first tweet. Yep. So to add to it, unnecessary, you were already done the second you tweeted it. And you came at the wrong people. Can I just be real? When I click on a, when I click on a thread on Twitter, when I want to see the replies, it's because I want to see the drama. I don't want to see what you had to say. I want to yeah, see what people are reacted. Out. Once I, you start a thread... The original poster is no longer necessary. Yeah, From I just there, want to see what other only. people have to say. Like you post, women belong in the kitchen. I click on that because I want to see everybody trashing on exactly. you. Exactly. I don't care if you're saying if they want to, of course. Um, Not to mention, who's <laughs> taking a scholarship from Burger King to become a chef? Yeah. Can you imagine the story that is? Like, imagine a husband and wife couple. Both are chefs, right? Mm -hmm. 
you go up to them, you meet them for the first time at the train station. It's romantic. You're like, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, hey, let's talk, right? One of those like scenes and I don't know, but you go up to the husband first. I have no idea what I just did. You go up to the husband first and he's like, yeah, dude, I'm actually like this chef at this like Miss Chanton, like awesome, like five-star um, restaurant type thing. Really, really fancy. It's in like LA. It's great. And you're like, sick. Uh, what about your wife? Well, we actually met in a restaurant of all places. Really? Yeah, she's a chef too at Burger King because Burger King cares. I don't think that they mean that they're going to make them chefs at Burger King. Oh, that was how I read it. Like I thought I that didn't. just meant. I thought they were like putting them through culinary school to work at a real restaurant. Oh. I don't think that they call. That sounds a lot better. Yeah, I don't think that they call <laughs> the people who work at Burger King chefs. I thought chefs. their culinary school was hey. like, let's just turn, let's just teach you how to flip burgers and like make no. a Burger King sandwich. No, <laughs> I was like, this is no, horrible. no, no hate towards people that work at Burger King. I just hate your establishment. And it yeah. had nothing to do with this tweet. I hated Burger King before they tweeted that women belong in the kitchen. And coming from a guy who likes to cook, I belong in the kitchen and I ain't no woman. That's fair. So, your tweet sucks. Why'd you do it? I don't know. Fire your social media manager because they tried to pull off a swift one and it did not work. That is the equivalent to being in a room full of people and then you say a joke and it doesn't land and everybody's just dead quiet. Yeah, it's the right, equivalent. Yes. So, yeah, he knows. Things like that <laughs> are exactly what just happened on the internet, but you did it to millions of people. See, uh, years ago, Wendy's did this thing on Twitter where they would like clap back at people and it was awesome. Anyone mm -hmm. who's like, hey, Wendy's, your burger sucks. They come back and they're like, yeah, well, so do you. And everyone's like, ha ha, Wendy's is mean. This is great. But that was it. They weren't trying to like put out a message or no, anything like that. They were and clapping back. It wasn't even controversial, to be honest. They were just like awesome. calling out the haters. And you know what? Good for you, Wendy's. You you can you can be that. This is great. But when Burger King decides to make a marketing thing on Twitter, they just chose wrong. This was the wrong, wrong choice. This is like, oh man. They woke up, chose violence. Like, yeah. This was wrong. <laughs> bad idea, Burger King. You already sucked. And I'm just mad that it took other people this long to realize how bad you guys are. Not only does your food suck, mm. but your social media sucks. Your branding sucks. Some of your commercials are okay, but most of them suck. And you have a horrible mascot. Yeah. It's patriarchy. Yeah. You have a white king. Look at Jack in the Box. You got this guy. He's a clown. He's just a clown. Kind of like Ronald McDonald, but a little, I don't know, maybe a little, a little less better. creepy. A little less creepy. Have you heard the new McDonald's when they're like, ba da ba ba ba? No. It's like an older man saying it, oh. and it's very, un I don't like it. <laughs> just unsettling. But can, as we're speaking on sexism, can we just talk about this pastor? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Church man. folks, this hold guy, on to your belts this because guy, it's about to get ugly. This guy has been waiting to get canceled. Can you I can't believe it took this long. How do we not have this guy's name written down? I don't know. Man. So there's this pastor. We're I believe it's in Texas. Is it in Texas? I think it is in Texas. Yeah. And he said it's Pastor Stuart Allen Clark, who All told right. his congregation that women need to look women need to work harder to look good for men. I'm mm -hmm. not saying every woman can be the epic trophy wife of all time like melania trump most women can't be trophy wise but you know maybe you're a participation trophy these were his exact words yeah 
That's not like At paraphrasing. That's his exact quotation. I read it off this here computer. Yeah. That computer spoke the truth. And he also said women should be less butch. It. And he also said that women should not wear sweatpants in public. Mm -hmm. And he also asked this question, which was super racist, saying, you know, if women from the South are Southern Bells, does that mean women from Mexico are <laughs> Taco Bells? That was so wrong. I forgot This about man that. is such oh. a problem. <laughs> wow. Now, and here's honestly everything he said out of that entire what. You agree with all of it. <laughs> of course. No. What made me the like most infuriated was he kept talking to the women in his congregation and going, women, the men in your life want this as if women care what the also, men in their life want. <laughs> also, have you seen this dude? Yeah. <laughs> Who he is, is he talking to? This dude built like a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get it. So if you guys get a chance to go onto the internet and watch this video, uh -huh. his name again, I had to pull it back up because I keep Xing it out because I don't want to see him, mm, is mm. Uh, ah, ah, ah. Pastor Stuart Allen Clark, and he was relieved from his duties. Yeah. Um, so that would be done. I guess he just hit the algorithm on a wrong day. See, this is the kind of thing that happens when you enter into a pandemic and all churches have to be online all of a sudden. You start finding out that some guys, they say some wacko stuff. <laughs> on stage and yeah people are just cool with it i'm yeah. i think i'm also mad at the people who are like amen brother yeah amen and the crowd just being like he's preaching now granted most of the crowd was dead <laughs> silent but i heard if you be amen and yeah he, he kept saying can yeah. i get an amen yeah can i get an amen can i get a no you can't <laughs> yeah i can't get an amen how brother. many of those You're amens were just cans. like pity amens like Amen. No, it was honestly just probably a trigger response that people have in church because when the pastor says, can I, I get, get an amen? amen? Everybody's be like, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Y'all crazy. He said I cannot truth. believe that y'all are agreeing with this crap that was spewing out of this human dumpster. Speaking of that, can I tell you a quick story about like the most awkward can I get an amen moment? Yes. So my dad. So the CDC. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. My dad um, was going to like this church service thing, right? It was in a, it was in a, like a retirement home type thing. He was visiting people there and um, they're asking who needs prayer, who needs prayer, who needs prayer. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll stand up. I need prayer. And he like tells them his whole life story. Cause that's just what my dad does. And then he says, Hey, I need prayer um, for health issues in my life and stuff like that. And everyone's like, cool. And this one lady goes up to him and she starts praying and she like, starts praying all this stuff about like how he's gonna die like oh. she yeah it was the darkest prayer i ever That's heard your dad's gonna die yeah she's at any point or yeah, like no, soon like like at, as soon as this prayer is over he's dead like it what was a sucky prayer it was the darkest prayer i ever heard if you ever oh. think that some that all prayers are good it's not true like this woman goes up to my dad lays hands like over his face or whatever and is just like mushing his face and being like oh i just want to tell you that you're so afraid and going all in on it right I don't like this it's so weird and then she's and then she looks at him and says can i get an amen and he looks her dead in the eye and goes no sounds about right the room that's just about the response so that she would have got from me i would have loved to hear a no in that audience when Somebody, this guy was like can i get an amen and someone just goes no that's the problem <laughs> people need to just start saying no yeah like even not even just church but like when people are just talking in general i've heard so many speeches that people mm -hmm. clap after that i'm like Dude, that's true. I work within the church and I still believe like 
there is still a time to say no, even in the church. Like when there are things that happen, the church and you're ain't like, no different than any other it. place. Yeah. It's just a place. It's a community Where of people somebody's that talking. are flawed. If someone makes so, a mistake, say no. Moving on from church. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> Even in a place that is just a normal speech, a school, anywhere, if the guy or girl or whatever they are, are on stage and they're not saying anything of value, it is okay to not clap. Yeah. You need to let them know because these are the people that grow up to be social media people that think that they're doing motivational Mondays mm-hmm. and you guys are just this is the ideology that led to so many compilations trash cans yeah it's the ideology that led to so many compilations of the world's worst American Idol auditions yes and I thank you for that because I watch those anytime I get insecure about my singing voice but the motivational Mondays things that's gotta stop well no not all motivational Mondays no, things, not all but <laughs> thank if, you. it's hard when people aren't good motivational speakers and they're trying their hardest and, people and I just feel bad. Yeah. I just feel bad that because there's going to be that person who tells them the truth one day and yeah. they're going to think that that person's delusional but the truth is is you baby. Yep. Let's move on. Let's the move CDC on. has loosened the restrictions on fully vaccinated people and this is why I'm mad. If I get that dang vaccine I'm going wild. Just wild. Wild. Wow. What? Okay, when you when you say immune. you say you're going wild, I what is I am that? immune. No, you're not. I am immune. Hey, I'm be up. No, you're not. Hey, buddy, how you you're doing? Not immune. I'm gonna be Shut everywhere. Hey. Everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, no mask. But, but what? You're not immune. Yeah, I will be if I get the vaccine. No. Why do I get the polio vaccine if you, I'm gonna no, get polio? You can still catch it. You just won't die. And I ain't finna catch. It. I'm. Just gone. <laughs> I got the vaccine and then I'm like, gone. Gone. Just gonna juke done. the vaccine. Coronavirus is dead. Coronavirus? The second I get the vaccine, it is done. So I'm walking into Walmart, Target, Fries, Costco, all wow, the places. Like, what's up? I'm done, son. <laughs> Wait, okay. How do you monitor that? You walk into a Walmart and they're like, hey, sir, you got to be wearing a mask. You're like, uh-uh. I'm vaccinated. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> not happening. Not happening, buddy. No, sir. You still have I'm to vac- wear a mask. I'm vaccinated, but sir, you have I'm to. I'm vaccinated, but sir, I'm vaccinated. Can you please just? I'm vaccinated. Can you cover? I'm your, vaccinated. Please stop I'm spitting vaccinated. in my face, please. My spit can't hurt you. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Period. My spit can't hurt you. I can't even taste it or smell it anymore. I'm just, that's why. That's <laughs> why. I can't, that's why I can't get the vaccine because I'm mm-hmm. acting the whole fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm immune. <laughs> You're not about to stick no large needle in me and then tell me I, nothing happened. Yeah. What's the point? Well, I mean, the point is you don't die. It's great for those that I'm are at not risk. going to die anyways. Well, then when I it. die, it's probably going to be because of something that I did. Like going wild. <laughs> I might die after my vaccination because I did something wild. Because you just went so wild. Yes. You just went up to like, I don't know, a, like a metal pole and like licked it. And then you got typhoid fever. Or okay, no, we ain't gonna get gross. <laughs> like I'm vaccinated. Ah, just <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, if I'm gonna get vaccinated, Your y'all definition. ain't finna loosen no restrictions. Y'all gonna remove the restrictions, okay? I think your your definition of wild is different than my definition. Of What's wild. your definition? If you if you got the vaccine, would you go wild? Oh, I'd lick a pole. See, I don't like that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't get more wild than I already am normally. I'd. I'd go full a Christmas story. Find a frozen pole, stick my tongue to it, and then just wait. Okay, we're gonna find a frozen pole in Arizona. I'd freeze my own. That's like trying to find a good Johnson and Johnson vaccine. 
<laughs> Got him. Ooh. <laughs> no, oh. but seriously, if we're going to get vaccinated, it's time to start pulling some of these little restrictions off. I'm trying to be like Texas. I'm trying to be like Florida. Mm -hmm. If I'm getting vaccinated, I am trying to be free. And this is this is speaking specifically towards dining, right? Like CDC is loosening restrictions on dining, or is it everything? Indoor, one, indoor dining. Indoor dining. So one of the things that I saw yeah, go before for you continue, yeah, sorry no, to no, cut no. you off. No, that's okay. Is that you are now able to, once you're vaccinated, congregate in your own home with other people who are vaccinated. I don't, I th I'm going to say that I think people congregate in their home with, with people who aren't vaccinated. So what am I getting out of taking the vaccine? That's what I want to know. More of what you do, but now people say it's okay. Okay. Hey guys, I'm vaccinated. I'm, I'm working on it. I, I, <laughs> I'm not though. You're not you're not vaccinated. No. Or you're not working on it. Neither. Nope. Neither. Yeah, same. I'm not in that risk place. I yeah, I, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a I fat just, joke? Whoa. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, it was. I was, was. talking to Davey on the <laughs> only because we're so today. close, we get away with that. <laughs> yeah, we're only so close because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Suck it up, Buttercup. Oh, okay. No, literally, wow, Jonah. Like, we're not. We're not that close. Yeah, seriously. Wow. Get back to click clicking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You can't come back here till you get the vaccine. Okay, CDC says we got, we got to wait. Um, I'm not right. in danger, Davy. You're not in danger. Either? I mean, <laughs> if Davy is. Mm. You are a little husky too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about the baby dog. <laughs> Get vaccinated, folks. Yeah, honestly, actually, it's a it's a it's a good idea. Okay, but would you take the Johnson and Johnson? I don't yeah. like how quick it came out. I I would take it, bothered, it because we waited it's one so shot. long for the other ones, and then Johnson Johnson's like, I I got I got something for you guys too. Well, and I mean, then FDA is like, I right, at this point, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know what? Stick it in mom. Whatever. If it's fine, if all shots are the same, like no shots are different. So heroin's the same as as the vaccine. Uh, I you know mean, what? It might be better than Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, have anything against it's the one, Johnson and Johnson. It's one I'm just shot. Kidding. I think I'm I'm fine with it. But I was under the impression that the vaccine was supposed to make me immune to the coronavirus. No. But all it does is make me no. not die to it. And yeah. if I was already statistically not going to die because of the coronavirus and it's not going to help me not spread it to other people, it then why do it will? It's up to 90% effective in preventing the spread from you to another person. Oh, then oh, I'm down. Whoa. That's that all changes I needed everything. My entire... Just go ahead and cut all that... that no, it's fine. Don't cut <laughs> nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doubling down. I'm you not taking so no dang vaccine. You got nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying, they say 70% of people need to take the vaccine. I know 70% of people that really want to take the vaccine, 30% of them, most of which are black, don't want to take the vaccine. So if all that 70%, most of which are not black, take that vaccine, then we're all good. Shout out to Charlamagne guy for the credit. That's fair. That makes sense. Charlamagne has been saying since the very beginning, if every white person took the vaccine, then us black people wouldn't have to take it. Well, there you go. And if we're all equal, then it's going to stop the the coronavirus. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Makes sense. Somebody else was like, well, then how? <laughs> I got to tell you this. 
I told somebody that I was like Charlemagne says that if seventy if all white people take the vaccine then then we don't have to take the vaccine mm-hmm. and black people don't and then she goes well then how are black people going to get immune? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you stupid. You know if everybody on like. Twitter and TikTok who believes themselves to be a white savior finally just like shuts up and gets the vaccine, then you can actually put a claim to that. Be like, well, I got the vaccine, so now I've saved people. Light bulb. Oh, you can actually do something tangible instead of just type. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of the white savior, mm. Papa John. <laughs> Yo. It's been a struggle for this man. You would have thought <laughs> You would have thought that Papa John was trying to get off a crack the way he was talking about trying to stop saying the N-word. You know, I'm really just... He's shaking. Re- he's I'm like, really just, he's sweating in the video. I gotta... Um, I'm working like, on it. Trying, really to get it trying to get it out of my system. Trying to get it out of my system. I'm really just trying to... I'm trying to get it out of my system. I can't stop saying the N-word. I gotta get it out of my vocabulary, my dictionary, my thesaurus. Yo, my man was acting like he was in N-A. Yeah. And word anonymous. Dude's acting like he got kicked out of rehab for saying it. Like right, it's like him, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> we're sitting in a room together, like, how do we stop saying the N-word? <laughs> Speaking of which logic should stop saying it too. Anyways, Papa John says that he's having he spent 20 months trying to remove the N-word from his vocabulary and his dictionary um, so that he can be <laughs> acceptable again to the public. Yes. Now, how hard it how hard has it been for you, Davey, to kick the N-word out of your vocabulary? Well, I can tell you what. It did not take me 20 months. How long did it take you? Uh, 24 years. No. <laughs> well, what, what I'm thinking is I used to say. Uh, when I was in high school, I used to say for the record a lot. Like, well, for the uh, record, yeah, yeah. for the record, for the record, for the record. And I thought, <laughs> I don't know, maybe people would document it. So, like, pretentious, like, well, for the record. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I said it way yeah. cooler than I just said it. And I was like, for the record, dog. No. Um, oh, and, okay. Uh, okay. And then they were like, somebody was like, you say for the record a lot. And I was like, for the record, I don't. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just stopped saying. It. I was like, I'm just not gonna say for the record anymore. Yeah, you know, with Pop, what Papa John's saying about this, it makes it sound like he says the N word like constantly, a lot. Like he got so much flack for saying it back in 2018, and I, I get it, makes sense. But like the way he's commenting on it now, it sounds like he says it like in every other sentence. It's just so a part of his vocabulary, he cannot escape it. And then he he comments back on it, going, "Oh no no no, that's not that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean, that's guys. What I mean. Guys, that's not what I mean. I don't mean. Um, I don't mean I that don't, I can't get it. Out of my, but you literally said yeah, I am trying to get it. Out. It's been twenty months, and I've been trying to get it out of my vocabulary and out of my dictionary. Honestly, I don't think the N word's in the dictionary, is it? <laughs> I don't. know. If I go to Merriam Webster, how even how even spell that? I don't know. Why don't you just? I'm gonna look it up. Keep why talking. Don't you just type the word in Google and see what it says. Nah, bro, I don't need that in my Google. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, so he comments back on it. I can't imagine when this it's guy. It's in the dictionary. Whoa. The plural is. It says offensive. Yeah. Using use as an insulting and contemptuous term for a black person. Mm. Use as an insulting and contemptuous term for a member of any dark skin race. Y'all better now get ready often to cancel Merriam-Webster. A member of a class or group of people who are su- systematically subjected to discrimination and unfair treatment. Hmm. Oh, it's going to teach me how to use it. 
Yeah, definitely cancel Merriam-Webster. <laughs> I would say... Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? Right what? here. <laughs> no! <laughs> it, on, on the mirror, let's say the word was... Uh, um, so wrong. Uh, corn. At the bottom, it says, learn more about <laughs> corn, but it's the N-word. <laughs> it says, yeah. share share corn. corn on facebook and twitter it says oh time traveler gosh. for corn the first known the first known known use of corn, corn. you about to say it no was in 1755 oh man and it is in the top one percent of words okay can you imagine when papa john like wakes up in the morning looks at twitter and is like huh what did i say now <laughs> like just this dude wakes up and knows what he said. <laughs> Who replaced him? That's what I want to know. Was it somebody was it? else named John? I don't think so. Oh, I thought trash. for a while it was like Terry Crews or some or somebody that well at least replaced him in a, as a spokesperson. Steve Ritchie. Steve Ritchie. Okay. Boo. I have no idea who that was. I know at least in commercials, I think it was like Terry Cr- or so, somebody that like replaced him as a. Spokesperson. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. What? Um, I can be that, wrong. No, was it Peyton Manning? I know he did a lot of stuff. He did. He did some stuff. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff um, with it. But it was around the same time as this, as when he back in 2018. So did they purposefully? He still Place him with a black person as the spokesperson. Well, I don't. I can't confirm. I don't really remember. I I know that he did at least one commercial, but I have no idea. He still Um, owns it. His stake is only less than forty, less than four percent, though. I don't know how you still own something when you don't own much of it. Anyways, Papa John. I really hope that you get the help that you need to remove yeah. that nasty word from your vocabulary. Oh, if yeah. it makes it any easier, the black community hasn't forgiven you. I thought that I had something light and nice to say to you, but I don't. Stop using the N-word. It's not that hard. Yeah. I stop using words all the time. Do you want to hear what his response to that whole like outrage about him saying, got to get it out of my vocabulary? Yeah. So he made the clarification that he didn't mean my vocabulary. He meant... The vocabulary. Oh, because we all share one vocabulary? The dictionary of the news media. As in, the the news is saying the N-word? This sounds like a bunch of trash. The news be out there saying corn all the time? Sounds like a bunch of liars. Don't make sense. Um, Yeah, sounds like a bunch of liars. It just, it makes, you're just making yourself look bad, dude. Yeah, you look stupid. You look dumb. Honestly, go silent at this point. Stop. Trying to, trying, trying to fix it. Just going to hideout like Chris yeah. Stop So Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. Made a new speaking of, clip speak, channel. Speaking of comedians, Netflix. Yeah, go ahead. Break down this new this new yeah, clip this channel cool, that actually. we got. Because I like the idea of it. And it I want to hear how it, it works. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Netflix actually launched something... Um, Similar to you don't have to look up the N word anymore. It's cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to kick the habit. <laughs> uh, Netflix launched this new thing. Uh, I don't think it's in competition with TikTok, but it has that same scrolling style that you would see on TikTok. Well, let Instagram, me, the, the Vine. Let me break in here I just real quick. So old. I went the Vine. Go for well, it. Davey called me today and he said Netflix is making something that's gonna replace TikTok. I did not say replace TikTok. That's gonna compete with TikTok. <laughs> sure. And then I'll, then he told me what it was, and I was like, this sounds literally nothing like TikToks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. But continue. 
So I think it's my, called Fast Laughs. It is such a sick concept. The branding is so good. Fast Laughs. I just want to laugh real fast. Like I'm about to go to bed and I can't figure out what Netflix special I want to watch. So I just want some quick Fast Laughs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on Netflix and click Fast Laughs. And I'm going to laugh fast. Fast, fast furious, laugh. furiously fast, fast, laugh, fast, fast, laughs. Fast and the furious laughs, laugh fast, fast laughs, Netflix. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 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 No, I think what I actually said, I just read you the the headline, Netflix launches fast laughs, a TikTok-like feed of funny clips. But yeah, that's what it is. I mean, honestly, this is a great concept for trying to find a new comedy special. If you're on Netflix and you're like, I got to find a comedy special. I got to find a new sitcom. I got to find something that's going to be funny because I want to chill. I want to laugh. I want to sit down on my couch and just enjoy something Mm -hmm. on Netflix. But I've seen it all. But but Netflix did the best of comedy 2020. Mm. And a lot of clips that they had in there, I didn't think were funny. Mm. That's the hard thing about some like fast laughs because all the different comedians, and I think they're actually including clips from TV shows too. They are comedy so shows, sitcoms, things like that too. A little different, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever finished a TV show and went, I have no idea what to watch next, mm-hmm. which we're about to hit this point right now. I think we have six episodes left of The Good Doctor, mm. um, and we're going to need a new TV show because I can't go back to Ozark. It's too slow. Um <laughs> And I feel like this could be an opportunity to find something that's light and funny based on one clip. I'm definitely guilty of Googling what to watch on Netflix. And um, I don't know if you are too, this might actually be for you because you can absolutely like, well, only if you have an Apple iPhone. If you have Android, sorry, Jonah, you can't use it yet. It's not. Oh, it's only on, for iPhone. It's not on Android yet. Ooh, they haven't have updated. Something. Somebody write Android down Android. App. I have something. Ooh, somebody Ooh. write down Android and T-Mobile on a piece of paper. Mm. I got some bones to pick. But if you got if you got an iOS, you got an iPhone, you can absolutely um, go to the Netflix app, hit Fast Laughs right now, and you can just scroll through. What I think is what I think makes this better than those like surveys and stuff you can take online of like, what show should I watch on Netflix? You can just scroll through, see clips of a show, decide if you like it, and then watch it. Now, here's a problem. What? We're not always looking for something funny to watch. No, we're not. Like when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm choosing my daily show. But the brand well, is not so daily good. Show, the show that I'm going to watch from beginning to end, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for something funny. What I would use this for is to find my fall asleep show. Because mm. I only fall asleep to three types of shows. One is something that's funny and mindless. Two is some a sitcom that I've already watched all the way through. So you can be mindless while you watch it. And three is Jeopardy. Because something yeah. about Alex Trebek's voice just helps yeah, me. It's soothing. Soothe, it's like good. calm yeah. down. It's relaxing. After a I long day. I love that guy. Yeah. Rip. Um, But this could honestly be such a... This is going to put Netflix in a different box. I already think that Netflix is in a different category. Um, yeah. Because whenever I think of if I was paying for it, canceling a subscription service, Netflix never crosses my mind Yeah, to remove. It's like a staple it of the household. It never does come to my mind. And I think about like, you think about other streaming services because that's what Netflix is, is a streaming service. But when you put when you put out there like streaming services like Disney Plus, which just hit like 100 million subscribers mm-hmm. recently, you hit uh, Hulu, owned by Disney, you hit ESPN Plus, owned by Disney. I like um, me some Hulu, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Hulu's pretty good. And then you hit like uh, things like Amazon Prime, which everybody, if you got Amazon Prime, you already have Prime TV and all Showtime. that stuff. Yeah, Showtime. All the Paramount Max, Plus now is a thing. Peacock. Um, yeah, all of them. When you start looking into all these different paid subscription services, YouTube TV even, when you're looking at that and 
you want something to set you apart. Netflix has always been set apart just because they've been the bar for what a streaming service has been. That's true. Now, Everybody's trying to be Netflix. Exactly. Now, Netflix has raised the bar, I think, with Fast Laps and the potential of it. Because now, the audience of people who are the latest generation of youth that scroll through their phone and they're just going through TikTok, they're just scrolling through Instagram, all that social media idea, now you've applied that to your streaming service. So yeah. now you can just go through, scroll, and be like, oh, this is great. Now, I'm going to watch that. Can you do this on the TV? No. It now is just for phones. is the downfall. Mm -hmm. I never watch Netflix on my phone. The only time I watch Netflix on my phone is if I'm on a plane and I've downloaded the show. I feel show. like this is something that's to draw people into Netflix on your phone or on like an iPad, anything with iOS. I don't know if that's enough. I know a lot of people who watch Netflix on their iPad. Especially like Me before too. bed because they'll just hold their iPad out and watch. Yeah, it's because they have a crappy TV. Yeah. Who sleeps with something on their lap? Well, I know a lot of people who don't have a TV in their bedroom. That is true. That's a that's a much more common thing that I'd ever than I'd ever thought of. Yeah. I thought everybody had a TV in their bedroom. No. But they don't. Yeah. Most people I would say most people don't. I disagree. You really think so? You if think you have a TV people, in your bedroom, comment down below. Let us know. If you I'm don't, start a you Twitter don't believe poll, in we'll it, come back to it. Let it okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think for those that don't have a TV in their bedroom, they don't want, or maybe they just don't like, like maybe you're like me, you don't like having the light on of the TV. Um, I like scrolling through my phone whenever I'm about to go to sleep. Netflix is kind of a cool um, new thing to do with that, with fast laughs. You can just jump in there, scroll through, get some quick content. Maybe even if you're not looking for quick content, you find something from there that you think is really cool, you start watching it um, and you fall asleep to it or you watch a little bit and you're like, okay, time for bed, turn the phone off, good to go. Um, and that, that's how a lot of the time when I fall asleep, I'll just have my phone, I'll scroll through some stuff or I'll watch like a YouTube video or something like that. And then whenever I feel tired enough to fall asleep, I don't leave it on, I just turn it off. For anyone who's like that, I mean, this could really be a help. I don't really get in bed unless I'm already tired. Yeah. And I turn on the TV knowing, I'm gonna fall, knowing that I'm going to fall asleep to it. Do you set like a um, sleep timer on your TV? Nope. No? You just leave it run all night? or Well, I mean, does it already just automatically turn one off? Of a, either it automatically turns off or one of us wakes up and turns it off. Mm. I'm actually pretty good at turning it off right before I'm going to fall asleep. And that's what I was like, saying I, about I my phone. I know when I'm hitting yeah. my, last, my last little minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got one vote already. It says, yes, they have a TV in their bedroom. Oh, okay. I mean, I do too. I can't, that's a 100% like, of people have TVs in their one bedroom. person. But there's only one Wait, okay. Vote. The, we, let's even survey us in the room. Jonah, do you have a TV in your bedroom? I do not. Oh, okay. Do you so, own a TV in general? Yes. How many? Yeah, Jonah reviews movies. Two. This dude's got to have a TV. So where's the second one? Yeah, wait. It's in the guest bedroom. Oh, oh, why? You care about your guests. Because we don't have a place really to put it in our bedroom. So that's not fair. If you don't have a place, that's not fair. If you had a place, well, would that TV be away from your guests and with you? We've debated whether to put a TV in our room. And I think eventually, maybe not at this apartment, but I think eventually we'll probably have a TV in our room. Boom. Okay. Oh, somebody said no. Oh. Well, another person we answered. Oh, another one said yes. Whoo. Man, people get wild. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the uh, interaction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eric said no, but he has three monitors. That's three TVs in your room, bro. Uh, it's basically three TVs. <laughs> oh, which reminds me. Let's talk about Twitter censorship real quick. Mm. Okay. So Sticker Mule tweeted out, what? We're going to give away $500. What is your favorite type of sticker? Have you ever used Sticker Mule? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What is your favorite type of sticker from there? 
Uh, probably the like circular ones. I, I always design my own graphics, but when it's like a perfect circle, mm-hmm. those ones, because okay. those are just easy to hand out. Yeah. And you know, the die cut stickers. Yeah. 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 The ones that are literally the shape of your design. He responded die cut. Oh yeah. He got banned from Twitter. What? For responding die cut? Yep. Because apparently Twitter's now using bots to automatically ban people when they think that they're being violent. So when you say die cuts, apparently it thinks you're telling somebody to die, which goes into a ban. And then it gives you an option to delete your tweet to get back on a Twitter. I thought I thought it was it was banning him because they thought he was saying a slur. That's where my mind went when you said that. I didn't oh, what slur did your violent. mind go to, Jonah? The C the word. we're going to be talking about. No. No. Cuts isn't Whoa. close enough to that word. Wow. It's not even spelled closely. No, die cuts. Oh, the whole thing together. Yes, the whole thing together. Um, with the I Miami Heat I was. I focused but in on- But he said a different word. Die cuts doesn't sound like the word that he said. I, f- I, I also just heard, I, I focused directly on, the, on die. That was what it was for me. Me too. Well, either way, I get what you're saying. Either way, they were giving five hundred. Now, Sticker Mule is blowing up Twitter. He's they they're saying Twitter uses check marks to divide us. Um, where's the other one? We'll get five hundred dollars to the person who's wrongly wow. suspended by Twitter. We feel responsible because they got suspended for replying to our tweets. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give another five hundred dollars to one person who retweets us to raise awareness about Twitty's blank treatment of human beings. Mm. Um, Twitter crushed our enthusiasm enthusiasm because of their cruelty. Twitter suspended one of our followers for replying to show us a photo, a funny, undefensive sticker. You can view the sticker below. We are very confused. Some people are saying die cut triggered the algorithm, but Twitter stated we have determined, which implies clarity or certainty. We remain sad and confused. Like they're just upset that Twitter's banning people based on a tweet that they made, based on answers that are actually legit. Um, and it's just ridiculous. So Twitter's got to get away from this auto ban thing. Yeah. And when I was talking to Christian, who also got banned, granted, he said something that <laughs> Christian, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a joke, but you know, you can't yeah. drop kick people into volcanoes, dog. Especially oh, not yeah, celebrities. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what he said is that they need to get like an actual person or group of people that are going in and checking these automatic bans to make sure they're not banning people yeah um falsely which like, makes sense use bots i get it because there's just so many tweets going out at once you can't possibly hire enough people for i understand but use bots use them don't use them to auto ban use them to put a tweet in like a suspension flag yeah flag it put it in a suspension or something and say that it's pending a review that then someone follows no, up reviews it not even you can't even suspend the comment because what if my comment was going to be one that was going to make me 500 bucks? Is, tw- is Twitter going to give me 500 bucks? Oh, yeah. For losing Shoot. the contest? So you can't even suspend it. You have to just flag it. You have to flag it. It has to go to a human and then a human has to determine whether or not it's worth banning. Or we're going to stop banning people for stupid stuff and only ban people for the real stuff. Yeah, because that seems like that seems like a simple solution. You put someone, you sit them down, they sit in front of a screen and that screen just has literally anything that f- that's flagged. It's honestly a sad job, but anything that's flagged just pops up on the screen and they can review it immediately and scroll through look at all the flagged comments see the context if they need to dive deeper into it like if it's in a thread something like that or if it's just someone just tweeted something and they're like oh yeah definitely ban like easy done yeah 
Done and done. Done and done. Let's now, move on. Let's move on. Do it. What is your favorite drink? Um, what do you mean? Like, are you an iced tea guy? You lemonade guy? Ooh. Um, I would say coffee, just because for me is coffee one of the most count. versatile. Coffee doesn't count? No, coffee's an essential. I'm just talking about like just casual drink. Casual drink. Um, okay. My favorite casual drink would probably be lemonade. I think sweet tea. Really? I mix it. I'll absolutely mix sweet tea and so lemonade. So an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, an Arnold Palmer. Can you yeah. golf? No. Then you can't drink them. Can't drink them. It's named golf. after a golfer. Oh. Shoot. You're you are um, Can you golf? Yeah. No, oh, I've golf clubs right out there. Oh. Well. Um you are Who's better than who? You. What is that word? Where you're like stealing somebody else's go- You're culturally, uh, culturally appropriating. appropriating golfers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Where's true. your little hat? <laughs> Just put on my little hat, put on my like golf uniform <laughs> and go out and be like, "Yeah, I might hit the I might hit the 9." A little later today and someone's like really yeah what are you uh what are you uh what are you using for um you this know, is what not are you using how for golfers your, talk what are you using for your drive you know? <laughs> what are you using for your drive and then i come in and i'm like get out you hear this man, guy do you golf jonah i don't even golf and i know wood. you're talking nonsense you know just, he sounds stupid it's all, it's all wood right well That's we're already talking about canceling talking people <laughs> should we just go <laughs> ahead and just, knock out this stop. story about myers leonard uh yeah go for it i don't want to talk about it it affects you more than me Okay, okay, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Miami Heat, Myers Leonard, who is also a part of the FaZe Clan, had some interesting things to say on his Twitch stream. Yeah, so during a Twitch stream, Myers yelled this, um, well, it's an anti-Semitic slur. Say it. um, I know. (laughs) I will not say it. I know. Um, I just want to make sure. (laughs) He said an anti-Semitic slur uh, to another player. Basically, I don't don't know. He he got shot or whatever in this Twitch stream. Um, playing whatever he was playing, and then Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, he's playing Call of Duty. Gets shot. Um, cusses out a player. Calls him this anti-Semitic slur. Um, and then just keeps going like nothing happened. Like he didn't even apologize. He didn't respond and be like, yeah. "Oh, this is bad." Um, and I don't he, know if he just didn't realize how bad it was that at he said some it. point he claimed that he didn't know what the word was, like mm-hmm. what it meant. I've never heard that word in my life. Yeah, that is honestly. Like, you would have to know what it is to say that. A lot of anti-Semitic things deal with more stereotype, honestly. Like Which are that's most like racist and yeah stuff like that. Yeah, it's mostly like when you hear something anti-Semitic, it's going to be more of a stereotypical thing that someone's spreading, sure. right? That seems the most common thing. When you hear a slur, um, specifically like the one that he shares, that is a historical anti-semitic slur um that has a lot of history and a lot of hate behind it mm-hmm. you have to be someone who has looked it up has read about it has heard it from somewhere asked what it meant like you can't just hear that every day and immediately recognize what it is it's one of those kinds of slurs where only jewish people would go really Dude? yeah because when i heard it i i identified what word was the slur based on there was only 11 or 14 seconds yeah, is the most foreign the word clip. The and i was like that's the only word that i don't yeah. know so i'm assuming that's the word also he called them an effing k or c i don't even know how it's spelled it's a k yeah okay. but and it's, so yeah. i was like oh so i called davy because <laughs> i was like it's anti-semitic so it's, davy's gotta know what it is and i'm like hey is this is blank a bad word and he goes yeah don't say that and i was like okay 
That's the word. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I like how you double check these things with me. You're like, Davey's got to know. Well, you're Jewish. So I was like, ah, he's, he probably knows. He probably knows. It's like that one time when you came to me and you're like, hey, is this fried chicken? And I was like, die. Are you serious? What? It's mad racist. I so, never like, did that. We come to each other to find out things about each other's respective heritage. Yeah. <laughs> you and raises slurs and me and fried chicken yep and then you're like do all blacks like watermelon like that <laughs> and i was like i mean it's delicious but i think pineapple's better um so really? we come to i don't like pineapple that. you're a literally a horrible person wow um, okay but he has now been suspended indefinitely from the miami heat and he has mm-hmm. also been removed from the phase clan yeah now what they- i want to <laughs> know is do you think that he was actually just an investor? Because FaZe came out and said that he's just an investor. They gave him a name. Yeah, exactly. I know, but there's they came out saying that he was just an investor, even though they have been calling him FaZe Hammer. I think that's what they've been calling him. Yeah. Um and they're What's, saying he's an investor. I, what I want to know is What does is, that mean are, when you say he's an investor? He's creating content for you, right? Are they just trying to separate themselves? from him yeah before it gets too bad or was he actually just an investor now Here, i saw a commercial okay. of them calling him phase whatever name it was mm-hmm. um in some promo so that makes me think boom he's a part of phase his name was also phase on a bunch of other videos so i'm like okay he's a phase guy but then they come out and say that he's just an investor so the question still stands is he just an investor or was he actually part of the plan? Are they just trying to separate themselves from him mm-hmm. and not take such a big hit? What do you think? Here's my take on that. I think that they're trying to separate themselves from it, trying to differentiate, saying that he's just an investor because FaZe has not been immune to controversy. The FaZe clan has been hit with controversy uh, time and time again, um, one of which that is off the top of my head is um, one of their members who was built basically their entire Fortnite um, audience, then came out that he was cheating, um, that he was using um, some sort of like uh, aim assist thing. Mm. And then now he's still a part of FaZe, I believe, but he no longer is allowed to play Fortnite. He's permanently banned from playing it. So he, he does other forms of content. Wait, was that, that was, the guy who was doing it as a joke? Um, who was playing Fortnite as a joke? No, yeah. He no, went, he was seriously invested in the Fortnite community. No, he was no, no, one no, of the no, top no. players. That so kind of thing. I remember uh, FaZe Dub says the N-word. He yeah, that got was canceled. another one. Yeah. Um, but there was a streamer who was playing Fortnite and was showing other people how people use aim assist kind of like as a joke on YouTube. I think that was a different guy. It was maybe. a different guy? Was it okay, a different guy? Because I remember yeah. he got indefinitely banned as well for showing people what aim assist does. Yeah. And then, and then people got pissed off at Fortnite saying, what the heck are you doing? This guy wasn't actually cheating yeah, yeah. so that they, was definitely that was definitely a different person different scenario because this guy was jarvis yes phase jarvis he um he was playing seriously um and honestly just was building up a huge audience for Fortnite. this was at the peak of Fortnite, i believe um and then came out he was using aim assist is this and, the guy who came out like crying yeah yeah well i mean it was his whole career that just yeah, went yeah you're right. talking about removing I, I, like, I remember him. big deal because he was invited into phase because of this um yeah this was what put him on the map luckily they kept him but it was it was no longer Fortnite. that was not his uh, form of revenue that was not his audience anymore but what i'm saying is phase is get not a, a vpn and to make a new account bro get back in there and start <laughs> clapping him cheeks that'd be it 
right, well ahead. no if he's even if he created content fortnite would just know but he can still play the game he probably does just play it for fun. I'm sure. But. He could become a ma- uh, like a masked streamer. Oh, shoot. Where he just yeah. gets on and he just cracked out the game, but nobody knows who he is. And then like after he hits a million followers, he rips off his mask I'm and it's face Jarvis. <laughs> oh, that'd I'm be back, baby. That'd be great. Um, now, so I would just say FaZe is not a stranger. Like FaZe Clan is not a stranger to controversy it's happened in the past with them this is one of those moments where they're like okay we cannot because with uh with who is it that said the n-word with phase uh dubs dubs with phase dubs absolutely you can't argue that he's not an integral member of the phase clan when that happened yeah right well, so you have to just say training. he's kicked out that was it well he had to go to sensitivity training i don't know if he actually got kicked out okay so he might have that is someone who's like absolutely you cannot argue against it they're an integral member of phase clan this is a moment where they're just oh, trying no, to separate still, he's still in phase yeah so absolutely then this is someone who is an integral member of the team then when you have this guy uh phase hammer now um who hmm. has the name um has the audience and then has now this controversy and your whole organization your whole brand is associated with other controversies in the past i think their smartest move and what they're doing is pushing him away. I don't think it's the right thing to do morally, um, but from a business perspective, I do think that they're they're trying to do whatever's best. Okay, to but say here's what, but what here's would, my question: Why can they ban um, what's his name, Hammer, indefinitely when they let Dubs back? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, that's basically that saying, "Oh, it's cool if you say the N word, but as long you can't say this word." Yeah, I don't know why that is. Maybe that he make met. Sense to me. Maybe he met a certain threshold of like sensitivity training and doing all these different things then why can't he do sensitivity training why why can't face hammer do sensitivity training? i don't know is it maybe it has to do then that he is removed from it like he is not just an investor maybe that is the case but i don't know i mean it could be that they're just trying to separate and that they're trying to just disassociate because of because cancel culture now is greater than it was then yeah Yeah. that's crazy that could be a part of it we're switching the standards because of cancel culture being able to remove people much yeah, quicker because cancel culture then wouldn't have impacted it as as much um go ahead if, jonah what yeah. are you saying i was go gonna ask you said you don't think it's right morally so in your mind what do you think would be the correct consequences for myers um well i think the consequences are should be similar like the you're out of this type of thing i always believe in the idea of redemption so like you're out of this until you can prove it to us that you fixed it sure but from a moral standpoint, I don't think it's right to be saying that he's not a part of your team or your clan. I think if one of you messes up, all of you have messed up. Okay. I think that that's morally from, yeah, but from a gotta, business perspective, separate. I, I think it. they got to put them on a, a track to the worst thing about cancel culture is that nobody ever gets a chance to come back. Yeah. So I think that it's important that we allow them to redeem themselves in some way, you know, and change because if everything just ends, everybody's career then everybody's gonna get their career ended at some point because we've all done stupid stuff i will say there's a cool story about mel gibson because obviously we remember the madness that was mel gibson when he got arrested and he was yelling all these anti-semitic stuff yeah but that Um, was at a different time right but that i mean it's still a part of cancel culture hollywood you know banned him wouldn't want to work with him for years upon years but this is a whole like these are two very different times yeah, I feel cancel like culture well, now is different than cancel culture even two years ago, let alone when that happened. Yeah. Well, I was just going to use him as, a, as an example in the sense of 
he now works with Holocaust survivors and he does a lot of things with organizations that protect Holocaust survivors and, and I, tell their stories. I and get that's that. An, that's an example of redemption, I guess. Right. But it, we're, we're talking about a completely different time that's going to require like, a completely different course of action. Yeah. Because um, I think what he did, or even like uh, Phase Dubs, what he did, if it was done now, if it happened tomorrow, suspended indefinitely, indefinitely, back. there is no redemption there. I think that that's that's the difference between cancel culture previously to cancel culture now is it's it's grown. But what Jonah um, is saying is that that's the way it could be. That's the way it could be. I will say, which Mel Gibson should is a be. name that absolutely just triggers me because I, I knowing that story just really bugs me. Um, is Mel, did Mel? No, that's a stupid question. I um, think I'm right. But also, you spelled Fortnite wrong. Also, when I look, but Oops. when I look at what you're saying now about how he works with Holocaust survivors and everything like that, and I, I it because of the upset that came from his controversy that steps into this time now of him redeeming himself. I wonder if he's doing it simply to prove that he's an okay guy, um, or if he's doing it genuinely because he cares. You can't and, and you determine can't, motives if you, you don't know the person. You can't person. know. You can't know. And that's that's a question that constantly stays with me because Doesn't I hear the name, me. bothers me. I, I hear these things and I go, is it real well, you need to give You need to give some of that grace you always be talking about. I know. Let's talk about Arizona and Fortnite. This is your story. But the there's a law that passed in Arizona State Senate making it illegal for Apple and Google to ban Fortnite from their app stores. Not just specifically Fortnite, but any store, any app that is making money that is independent of the Apple store. So basically yes. you make an app and you're selling stuff on it and you're not paying Apple in order to sell stuff on there. Yeah. So which is fair. The cut that Apple takes is 30% of all in-app purchases. So if you make a purchase um, within there, there's a tax that goes towards Apple. It's 30% of that purchase. So you sell something for 10 bucks, $3 goes to Apple, which is an insane amount. That is a huge, huge percentage. But when it comes down to like this whole bill and everything that's going through with it, I think it still needs to go before the governor to get signed into law. Yes. Um, yeah. Ducey so doesn't do anything. <laughs> nah, dude. Ducey has the best dude, job in the world. He's done so much to just upset people. <laughs> people are like, hey, coronavirus is killing people. What should we do? And he's like, you guys can decide. Yep. I'll just post on Facebook and say I did it. Sounds he's the worst. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Already, there are businesses that are deciding that they want to move their company into Arizona. Potentially. Potentially. Allegedly. Yeah. One has announced already that they're doing it. It's the base camp. They said that they're going to move to Arizona if this base bill passes. not making any money, so it no. doesn't even matter. No, but there's the potential that businesses on base camp. What? I don't, the last drop I remember on base camp was by my friend Max, who dropped Hallelujah, They're Closing Heaven, I think 2016. Is the last yeah. drop I've seen on Basecamp. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that like when you get to a moment where companies are starting or starting to consider or s announcing that they will move as long as this gets passed, that they I need to see a real company move. Sure, like um, a, like a real not, not saying Bandcamp's not a real company. It's a real company. It is a yeah. multi million dollar company. It is a huge company. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about a, a company that actually affects people's everyday life yeah when a company like that like epic games or something like that moves to arizona mm -hmm. bethesda like you guys were yeah. talking about then i will say that this is something but well, with that move it means that they could put their app 
back on the app store and no longer have to um, be required to have that 30% um, charge because you know now you can go on the Google Play Store, you can go on the Apple iOS Store, and there will be no charge. You can always do in-app purchases directly through your company. So, um, so Davey, I have a question for you. Yeah. So in order to avoid those fees, are players of Fortnite, are they going to have to use a VPN to say they're in Arizona? No. How's that going to work? The players aren't paying the fees. Fortnite is. Yeah. So you're not paying 30%. This doesn't change what you pay. You're paying your regular stuff. And that's why players don't care about this. Yeah. Like, players are going to play the game regardless of whatever platform it's on. Mm -hmm. Whatever they pay, Apple's going to take 30% off of that. Yeah. As part of a a tax type thing. Um, But if you are someone who's living in Arizona and you make that payment um, as an Arizona resident, then that 30% cannot be taken now how do they how are they going to make it so that only people in arizona can download this app and people in other states can't i mean it would have to just have to, it would have to be about your ip address and where that shows that you're located because that that information is sent then at that point literally anybody can throw a vpn on their phone and download the game yeah honestly you could shut down well you can't shut down Except but you can make a stuck huge, on west coast services yeah you can make a huge Service. impact if you started doing like Everybody on East Coast put go onto a VPN, do this thing. I mean, you could really make a heavy impact on um, Apple iTunes and stuff like that. Would they though? Because if it's not already on the App Store, then it would actually make no difference. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people are wondering if they're this not is making get any Fortnite more or any less store. money. Yeah, if it's already not on the App Store. Yeah, a- everything is still going to be profit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think that there are enough players that are going to care enough about Fortnite's financial status to go pay for a VPN to play a game on their phone to put themselves in Arizona to make purchases. I just don't I see agree, that happening. I agree, and the reason why is because... It's too much to do. Too much to do, and there's proof of it. Fortnite, when they were first removed from the Apple App Store, they put out a video mimicking Apple... Um, mimicking like an old 80s commercial thing for um, app MacBooks, I believe. And um, they put it as hashtag save Fortnite. Hashtag save Fortnite trended for like a day, two days, maybe. And then it kind of fell out from from there. And Fortnite has survived without being on the App Store since. They've done I more think than survived. They're, They're still they're one thriving. of the biggest games in the world. Yeah. I didn't even realize that it got taken off the app store for this long because of how many people still play it. I think it's just, it's a, I think there's proof in that where they tried to launch this whole campaign. It didn't work and people forgot about it. I think people forgot about it. Not to mention, were they able to remove Fortnite off of the phones that already had it? Uh, yeah, if it's not on the app store, you can't have it, right? Not possible. Because I have a friend, the only person that I play Fortnite with, and this is just now clicking, that plays on mobile. Oh. And we never stop playing together. Sell that phone. It's worth some money. Remember so when people somehow, were selling phones with Flappy Bird still on it? Yeah. So apparently, if you still had it on your phone, then you can still play it. So if it's only preventing new players from playing on their phone, then... If- Epic never really took a hit. So if you updated back when this happened and you updated to the Fortnite version on iOS that had in-app purchases directly through Fortnite and then never deleted it. But somehow they still updated their game because they have to get the new maps. 
Yeah. Something's not adding up. I'm confused. I'm going to go right on the App Store right now. Yeah, We're I'm like, investigate this. Because they never stop playing and they don't. I'm about to find out how bad this take might be. <laughs> there, let's type it in. Let's see. No Fortnite. No, no Fortnite. So how are they playing it? I have no idea, but they're playing it. Fortnite's out there on the black market just like distributing, <laughs> distributing their app. <laughs> they must be. Must be. Because they're mean, still playing I, on mobile. I mean, if it was a web-based app, they could just send out an update that way. But its I don't think it is. It's not. Yeah. I don't know, man. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Either way, weird. it could be cool to see some of these bigger companies it moving to Arizona. Yeah. Except for they would just have to move their headquarters, which wouldn't take much considering most people are working from home. Mm-hmm. So it really wouldn't make that much of a dent in really anything. Yeah. Can we talk about something less stuffy yeah you know what i want to talk about Mm. if i was going to court right now who would i take my case to dude if you want to take your case wait would i take it to judge judy well she's retired what about judge joe brown oh he's pretty cool i i like judge joe brown so should i take it to him but there's a new guy in town oh uh dr phil is doing a judge show now no dr phil's not doing a judge show he's not a judge oh well i mean this guy that we're about he's not a judge Ice T is doing Ice a show T. <laughs> called The Mediator. And have I you watched can't. the trailer? Did you watch it? I didn't. Dude, it I'm is not ready. It is so funny, dude. He I don't comes know if out, I'm ready. So it's on pretty much it's on like your local Fox station. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> like I hate, if it's, you know why I hate that? Why? My grandma's gonna watch that. Yeah, your grandma's gonna watch oh, Ice Tea. She's gonna call you up and be like, Have you heard this new Ice Tea show called The Mediator? She probably didn't know who Ice Tea is. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> but this is the concept of the show. Ice tea, it all happens via Zoom. It's a virtual via Zoom. Yeah, via Zoom. Thank you. It's a virtual <laughs> um courtroom type thing where Ice T is sitting at his desk. He's not a judge, but people are choosing to get their cases settled by Ice T telling them what to do. He is mediating the conversation. So if you owe someone money and you want to sue them, don't sue them. Talk to Ice-T about it. If you don't, if you are uh, thinking that maybe your husband is unfaithful and you want to confront him about it, don't do it in a like public setting or whatever. Talk to Ice-T. over on television with Ice-T sitting there mediating the conversation. He, uh, he quotes it like he understands law because for 20 years on Law & Order, he played a cop. Um, so, oh, of course, he knows law. I can't um, He says that he understands the idea of mediation because on the streets they call it squashing beef. I hate the um, way you say that too. It's just. <laughs> I hope he didn't say it like that. Uh, I'm coming into uh, this game to squash some beef no, for no, my no. boy. He says it. He says it definitely in like the iced tea style of saying things. I'm here to squash beef. Yeah, exactly. It's it's. My name's Ice T, and I'm here to squash beef. Yeah. Join me every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a great trash concept i think it's hilarious are we gonna have a watch party dude for sure they're they're running a second season i just found out oh i thought they just started the show i think they just started the second season and now it's picking up wind okay i think it it, was the first season i don't even know if it was on like your local fox station it's on like fox 2 fox 10 wherever your state is with fox i'm down to watch it yeah it's it's pretty cool i used to binge watch these like court shows because i just thought they were super like 
We, it's a Saturday. You're bored. It's on TV. You're like, sure. I want to see the, this divorced couple yell at each other for a little while until a judge is like, you guys up. need to learn how to love. Also, you owe her $13,000 or whatever yes. it would be. Um, now you have this iced tea show. And I think it's, I think this is hilarious. Just a celebrity telling you what you need to do. And also like, what if you don't do it? You just don't. You, just, you don't have to do it. He's not no a judge. Legal like, obligation. There's nothing. <laughs> like, can we? Can we? Uh, he does we give some sound advice. Though, shut sure. up. He does give some sound advice. I'm sorry. You and I should probably go talk to Ice T so we can squash this beef. No, the beef is done. <laughs> okay. Land the plane. Get to the point. Move on. Okay. Thanks, Jonah. This show is yes. so cool, though. I just really. <laughs> Jonah got called out mm. on Twitter. I did. And got so salty. This man should have ate at the salty spittoon with how salty this fool was. Yeah. This guy, uh, shoot, what was his name? Is let, me it look Adam? At your, let me look Adam. at your text messages, Jonah. Adam. Adam. We were talking about this. And uh, Adam called him out because Jonah had a bad take on our Texas episode. Or so yep. he claims. I can't so remember claims, what Jonah's take was, but I automatically am going to side with the fans because the fans are what matter. We don't make this show for Jonah to listen to. He nope. barely does any production on it. So why would we care what he has to say? But Adam, made of myth on Twitter, had something to say a few days ago. Speaking of which, we launched a Twitter. Go follow us at Decent Take Show. Anyways, Adam went <laughs> off on Jonah. Yes. And Jonah could not handle the heat. Here's what I got to say. He gave the most like, media no train he- response. <laughs> you would have thought we had 10 million followers the yeah. way that this man <laughs> responded. This dude like just responded being like, look, I understand that you have <laughs> your opinion. Well, you got to add a snark. Look, yes. <laughs> you understand that I... <laughs> Wait, let me. Yo, let me. If you let you un- no, here's what I think. I was so mad. This Jonah guy, was like, actually, I do read. Yeah, no, that was it. It was so weird. No, I think that here's a guy who is deciding to go out of his way to make a comment on his second favorite podcast. That's what we're shooting for. Second favorite. We're not number one. We're number two, and we're proud of they it. They know that. Move on. We're number two and we're proud of it. And when someone is taking the time to comment on their number two favorite show, you can't dispute that. This is this means that person really cares. They do. And oh Jonah my gosh, just, I, this this text thread of like he's you're like he's gonna light you up, and then Jonah's like, I mean, not really, but he said something about me reading a book. I mean, I read. <laughs> you got so Jonah defensive, was so bro. Salty, and uh, on our past episode, I found out why Davey doesn't like iCarly, and it has nothing to do with the TV show. All it has to do is with his fragile male ego. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Apologize. Okay. First, apologize before explaining why you're apologizing. I would like to. <laughs> nope. I want a real apology straight into that camera to Miranda Cosgrove, to Sam and whoever plays her, to Freddie, to the weird guy who looks like he smokes weed all day. What's his name? Carly's older brother. Yeah. What is his name? 
Steve? Steve. I feel like it's Steve. Is it Steve? All right. Well, I'm just gonna, apologize while I find out. All right. Camera's on you, Davey. Steve, Miranda, or Megan? Spencer. So I always think I always think of His name was Spencer. Megan. Yeah. Oh, well, Miranda. Finish apologizing. Steve, Sam. Was it Spencer? Freddie. Spencer. Freddie. Freddie. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I took a moment to just combat your show and not just combat completely trash completely on completely trash call on call it your a show. waste of time yeah, a waste say time. that it wasn't worth its budget yeah, yeah let's talk yeah. about all the things that you said about it continue yeah. when i just threw your show into the garbage using my words i spoke completely out of a broken heart i spoke completely out of a place where i was hurting and i took that out on you and it was unfair and I'm sorry because you know what? You're an all right show. Well, you just say why you said it. You're all right. But the reason why I spoke so horribly is because I had a crush on Miranda Cosgrove when I was a child. Like the biggest crush ever. I entered a sweepstakes in order to go and visit the iCarly set. It was a Nickelodeon magazine that I was subscribed to. Yes, I was a subscriber to Nickelodeon magazine. And yep, keep believe. going. Tell, and tell there was you. a there was a sweepstakes where if you entered it, you like mailed something back in. That was it. And you could possibly visit the iCarly set and like spend a day in New York or whatever with Miranda Cosgrove. That was it. That was the, that was the prize. And I entered it. And I began daydreaming about how I was going to woo Miranda Cosgrove and we would fall in love and be together forever. And I don't know, I was like nine, but <laughs> it was, it was going to happen. It was going to be real. It was going to be great. And I get back the message saying that I didn't win this thing. And I took it personally. And that's why he crapped on iCarly. Yeah. Can you hear how fragile male ego will change the 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 trajectory of the conversation? Can we just talk about how Prince Harry looks happened, like a ginger Seth Rogen? Okay, sure. go ahead. Can we just talk about how that sweepstakes happened when I was like nine or ten years old? I'm 24 now, and apparently and you I still, still don't like iCarly <laughs> because you won't let go of the fact nope. that you lost the sweepstakes that probably nobody won. Yeah. Yeah, because how do we track who wins these it's things? It's very possible. Miranda Cosgrove was like, media. "I'm not doing that." We didn't even have social media back then. <laughs> yeah, so how are we? We might have had MySpace. Yeah, it could have been very possible that she was just like, but "I don't want to do that," and then it just didn't happen. When you were nine, <laughs> yeah, I Carly come out because I I'll bet that you were older. I could have been older. No, you weren't. You were born in '97. Mm-hmm. '96. Oh, you were eleven. I was 11. Okay, that makes 2007? sense. 2007? That makes sense. Yeah. 4 plus 7, 11. Yeah. That's when it first came out. So I doubt there's a sweepstakes at that point. I, may, I bet you were like 14. No. I bet you were like 14. No, dude. I That makes so much sense because most things uh, that a young male is going to grow up and, and be like is I between in, 10 and 14, right? Mainly was, 10 and 12. But you were old enough I was that in that would have scarred you for a long, long time. Yeah. So you were 13. I, it must have been 13. Well, I was in seventh you grade when it happened. You were 13 and you were upset that you lost the sweepstakes. So you decided to crap on a TV show. Yeah. 11 years later. Never watched you it again. You should be ashamed. I am ashamed. 
because all that's a loser mentality. That's why you can't give people participation medals. No. Because they start to think that they're entitled to everything. And you get something like this guy over here who thinks he's entitled to a vaccine first because of his, you know, and he hates on a TV show. Wait. Um, he's. Wait, what? What, Jonah? Yeah. Where'd you get the vaccine thing from? Because he feels like he's entitled to it because of his weight. <laughs> You really made did me you explain not, did that? Did you not connect that, Jonah? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, was focus a, on clicking stuff. It was a callback. Just kidding. <laughs> it was a callback to the beginning of the episode, bro. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, thanks. You're now, welcome. back to what I was saying. Yeah, you keep going. Jonah, dang it. Davey just feels entitled because <laughs> he grew up with so much money, two loving parents, white picket fence, that he thinks that he deserves all this stuff. But yeah. the truth is, is that life hurts. Truth hurts. Why men great till they gotta be great? You know what I mean? Shout out to Lizzo. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. It was all true. Good. Moving on. Speaking of people who are too big for their britches, <laughs> the royal family Whew. is getting lit up on the social medias. Since this is so far into the show, and I don't know how many people actually make it to this point, no let's idea. keep it short and simple. That makes sense. Basically, the royal family is concerned that little Archie's gonna be a black boy. Yeah. And if little Archie's a black boy, we don't want him being even remotely in line to be the Prince of England. How much of a tragedy that would be. Let's let's remember this, okay? Let's keep this on our radar for the next time you guys talk about how great the UK is. The accents in London just got a little less cute and got a little more racist sounding. Hmm. Anything else you want to say about that? I just want to say, when it comes to royalty, I'm going to choose Burger King over the royal family. Also... Also, there are a lot of people who are saying that it is impossible or it's weird or it's stupid that Meghan Markle says that she has um, been suicidal throughout her life at different points that she's been in a dark mental place. Mm. It does not matter what your circumstances are around you. Depression is real. Suicidal thoughts are real. Anxiety is real. And when you mix all those things together, you are headed into a very dark place. So just because somebody may seem like they have a lot doesn't mean that they feel like they have a lot. And yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what is reality. It matters what you perceive in your mind. And that changes everything. Yeah. I'll add to that just briefly. When you have a lot, honestly, it can start teaching you how much you either don't have or when you have a lot, it can remind you that it doesn't fix all your problems. Boom. Yeah. And when you get, when you hit with that, that's when those, the, well, that's when those mental uh, anxiety and depression sets in even more because it just reminds you. It's that reminder every day. Exactly. So let's go into your new favorite segment called 60, 60 Second Takes. All right, so we're going into a 60-second taste. Jav, do you want me to start off with this one? First, you should tell them what type of edition we're doing this week. This edition is focused all entirely on table etiquette. We're doing these different themes each week for 60-second takes. If you want to suggest different themes for us, you can comment that down below if you're watching this on YouTube or tweet at us on our new Twitter, at Decent Takes Show. Let us know what themes you would like to see for 60-second takes or if you hate the themes, let us know that too. We can just go back to being random. Or we won't. So, we number, don't listen. Right, number Jonah? one 
for you. Are we ready for yeah, the yeah. timers? Uh-huh. Reusable napkins. Oh, I hate that. No, I don't like reusable napkins. I don't believe that washing a napkin fixes everything, okay? Especially a stain. If I pull up a white napkin and it's got a little red stain on it from like wine or whatever, and they're like, no, you can wipe your mouth with it. It's clean. I'm going to be like, no, it's not. It's got a stain. It's got a stain on this. This freaks me out. I don't want to wipe my mouth with this reusable napkin. I am so much for disposable napkins simply because I'm afraid that when it gets washed, it's still going to be dirty. And I know that makes no sense at all, but I really, I just, I cannot get behind reusable napkins because you, you know what? I feel like that dirt's just going to continue to build up. And when it goes into the washing machine, now we're just mixing food with our clothes because you, you know what? You can't just throw the napkins by themselves in the washing machine. You got to wash it with other stuff. You can't waste water. So you start throwing your napkins in with your towels. You throw it in with your shirts. I don't know what you throw it in there with, but now you're getting food on everything in there. Just like if you went into a dishwasher and the food just circulates and everything like that. Now you're turning your washing machine into a dishwasher because you threw your napkins in there i ain't about that so you're uh, okay with wasting trees but not water yes okay uh, so, l- let me handle the rebuttal jonah okay listen here it is i think that reusable napkins are actually slept on i have an opposite take of you this time um mm. because you will use a reusable napkin at a restaurant where a bunch of strangers have used that and you'll wipe your face with it but you won't use one that's only been used by people that you've allowed into your home that's what doesn't Whoa. make sense to me also that's like saying that the clothes that you wear are still dirty when they come out of the washing uh, machine because I think that getting food out of your clothes is a lot easier than getting dirt, mud, disgusting germs that you're encountering every day on the outside world. You bring them into your house and then you put them into the washing machine. So if you trust the washing machine to get all of that outside stuff out, mm-hmm. then you should trust your washing machine to get the food out as well. So I think that reusable napkins could not only help the environment, but it could also save you a lot of money on buying a crap load of napkins that people are gonna wipe literally one thing on and then throw mm. into the trash can. That was a decent take. That, uh, that made sense. Shoot. <laughs> Start keeping a scoreboard. Start keeping a scoreboard. scoreboard. One job, there you go. All right, <laughs> zero me, let's go. Which fork is the salad fork? Um, the salad fork has to be the shorter one. It has to be. What if they're the same size? They can't Somet- be the same size. They if they're the same size, then they're both the salad fork. It doesn't matter which fork you use. I think that whatever fork is smaller is the one that I'm going to stick into the salad and whichever one is bigger is the one I'm going to stick into my entree. Why? <laughs> because I'm only eating the salad to make you guys happy because it's at the table unless it's a Caesar salad because I will mess one of them bad boys up. Um, But as far as just a regular table salad, I'm going to use a smaller fork because I'm assuming that the larger fork is for my steak. And if I only if I have two forks that are the exact same, I don't give a crap which one I use. I'm going to grab whichever one is closest to my plate because that one is going to have the least amount of range from table to plate to mouth. So I just think that that makes sense. And if I'm wrong, then whatever, because I don't care. I only eat with one fork when I'm at home because I don't care if my food touches. That's it. I can't even see the timer and that was on point. That was great. I just think, okay, I'm, I can't really say if I agree or disagree with you because I don't know what the salad fork is. I think that the salad fork is definitely, I would agree, is the smaller one. I'm certain about that. But my problem is 
what if they're both the same size? There's been plenty of times for me that they are both the same size. You go to a restaurant, maybe they just have all the same size forks because that's how they roll, whatever. But for me, then it's got to be the one on the outside. It's got to be the furthest one out from the from the table because usually you have like the furthest one out, then you have the next one, then you have the plate. I always grab the one furthest because I think that I'm supposed to be working it inward towards the plate. But here's my problem. I don't care which fork is the salad fork because if I'm being completely honest with you, I forget that there's another fork and I just keep using the salad fork when my entree shows up. Trash. I just, my entree gets served to me and I'm like, thanks. Unless they took the fork away on the salad plate because I left it there, then, uh, then I'll switch. But if they didn't do that, and my fork is still sitting there. I'm just keeping. I'm just keeping it up with that fork. We're right. It is a small one, but it is the furthest one out. So if the smallest one is the furthest one out, then that is the salad. Okay, that makes sense because I also see things opposite than you do because I'm left-handed. Oh, so to me that was supposed to be on the opposite side, and so the small fork would be on the inside. Oh, okay. That Interessante. Makes that makes I like sense. it. I'll take your take. Mm. I'm fine with that. Next question for you is how do you let somebody know that there's food in their teeth? Oh, I'm I'm all about that. I'm all about just being like, hey, bro. Even at a fancy dinner? Yeah, I don't care. You're a piece of crap. I I'll don't continue. care. I, I just go, hey, you got something in your teeth. If, if it's a fancy dinner, I'll get a little quiet. I'll go, hey, hey. But they're across the table. Oh, I'm shouting. Hey! <laughs> no, if they're across the table, Garbage. I'm ignoring it bro but if you're next to me if because you got to be you got to be in plain sight for me to be able to see in your teeth and be like oh there's something there um and i think that like when you have something in your teeth you deserve to know like why should i why should i just allow you to be like judged by everybody sitting here looking at you being so you like, just oh, yell it across the table then everybody's gonna look at it dude i'm just very loud okay continue. i'm just loud okay when i when i and when i see something i have to say it they see something, say something. That's what I'm about. When I see someone got food in their teeth, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you as best as I can. Maybe I can be as subtle about it as I can. Maybe I can't. But regardless, you're going to know. You're a piece of trash. Let me <laughs> tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. If somebody has food in their teeth, I'm going to let them know without alerting the rest of the table. <laughs> Sorry that I'm not as... I mean, I'm a very loud person, but when it comes to things that can... I don't know. There's something... That's like it just makes you feel like you're everybody's looking at you if you have something in your teeth. So I'll either text them if I don't have their number, I'll oh. I'll finally get their attention and I'll go like I gotta just Usually they'll understand what I'm saying. If you if you're not watching a video, you're just gonna miss all the little signs that I'm doing. Um or I'll uh say that I have to go to the bathroom, then I'll walk around that side of the table like, hey, bro, you got something in your teeth, and then just keep going to the bathroom and then pretend that I'm going pee, wash my hand, and come back. Because I hate when people have stuff in their teeth, and I would hate if I had something in my teeth and nobody let me know, but I would also hate, I would rather not know there's some, that there's something in my teeth than somebody yell across the table going, hey, bro, you got something in your teeth, because then everybody's going to look like, oh, yeah, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... I'm just not subtle about that at You're all. You're garbage. Nah, I don't know. All right. You ready? Yeah. Why are soup spoons so big? Soup spoons are so big so you can fit everything that the soup encompasses onto that spoon. But so you think is if your, your spoon's too small and you have a soup that has many different components, you can't fit all those components onto a small soup. Uh, a, a small spoon mm-hmm. and also if the spoon's too small when you go to blow on it to cool it down it's just going to fly off the spoon if you have a bigger spoon and you blow on it and some of it falls off you still have a good amount 
of soup that you can drink. Um, so obviously this, the soup spoon's gonna have to be big or you're not gonna have the best soup experience. If you want a crappy soup experience, you can use one of those little thin spoons. Just know that you're not gonna taste it the way that the chef made it to taste because you're only gonna get one third or one half of the true um, experience. So that's why a soup spoon is much larger than the other spoons. Honestly, that's like- About my time. Yeah, that is a- really thought out scientific method approach to Absolutely. the size of a soup spoon. I don't even need the whole 60 seconds. Here's my rebuttal to that. I think that a soup spoon is absolutely the right size. However, I don't know why it is that big. I want to know who decided the ratio of spoon size to soup. Because when you have spoons, like I'm sure a very long time ago, spoons were just spoons. Like they were everywhere. They would, may have been really, really big. They may have been made out of wood. I don't know. But spoons were just spoons. And then someone decided that spoons needed to be a certain size to do different tasks. And then when it came to eating soup, someone was like, you know what? This is the perfect size. What if you're wrong? What if there's a size that should be a little bigger? Maybe that spoon should have a little more of a dip in it so that it has more broth. I don't know. Like, you'd look at soup spoons at like a, um, at like an Asian restaurant where you're going to get like um, that kind of soup. It's a different type of soup spoon. It's more like a ladle than if you go to like a Olive Garden or something like that and you get a soup spoon that's going to be just that big round one. There's differences in there. And I get the, I get the purpose and the point of it. I want to know why it's like that. I don't know why it's like that other than the fact that it gets soup into your mouth. 64, 60, so I did a 30-minute poll. There are 20 votes. 60% of people have TVs in their bedrooms, 40% of people do not. Okay, so there is a market for it. It's not the largest one. 60% of people? No, I'm saying there's a market for the uh, the app using yeah. it on your phone. That's what I mean. 40%, it's not the yeah. largest one. Trash. Speaking of soup, here's your question. Is chili soup? Whoa. I say chili is stew. I believe that stew and soup are two different things. And the reason why is because stew is thick. Ch uh, soup, I believe, is more of a broth. Um, I believe that soup is all about the broth. Stew is all about the meat. It's all about the vegetables in there. It's all about what you're getting out of it that you chew upon. But the soup is mostly, in my opinion, about the broth. You can have really cool elements in soup. You can have like... Uh, you have a chicken noodle soup, you got chicken, you got noodle. But for me, it's about the broth. Whenever I got sick, I was given a chicken noodle soup by my mom. She would give me that and she would say, here you go, drink up. It's going to be delicious and uh, it's going to cure your uh, sickness. Well, you know what? I don't know if it helps with colds, but I know that that broth definitely did help my throat. And I think that's kind of the whole point to soup, whole point to stew. It's about the ingredients. And I believe chili is all about the ingredients. It's all about what you're scooping up, what you're adding to it with your cheese and with your sour cream and stuff that people add to chili. But I think chili is all about what you have in the chili, not about the broth. Don't even need a timer for mine. You're wrong. Chili is soup because if you go to a restaurant, the soup of, day, of the day can be chili. Next question. <laughs> okay. And it can also be stew. Yeah, but no one has a stew of the day. Yeah, they would have soup of the day and it would be the beef stew. Okay, all chili is soup, but not all soup is chili. Correct. There you go. All right, chewing with your mouth open. If you chew with your mouth open, I will call you out very loudly. That's something I don't have any, any, any filter with. If you're chewing with your mouth open, I'll say, hey, stop. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we have a bigger problem. <laughs> 
I shouldn't be able to hear you chew. It's disgusting. It is so nasty. I hate hearing people chew unless it's Zach Choi on YouTube because his ASMR is bomb. <laughs> Other than that, I don't want to hear you eating your food. Worse is if you're talking while mm. also chewing and then the food's just flying out of your mouth. You don't even know that's flying out of there. When you are smacking your lips, there's little particles of spit just yeah, 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 hitting against your lips, <laughs> flying off into the world. We don't need that, especially in the age of COVID. You need to chew with your mouth closed. The more time that we spend with our mouths closed around each other, the less likely we are to breathe in that disgusting horrible strain of COVID-19. Close your mouth when you eat, you disgusting garbage box. I'm totally fine with chewing with your mouth. No, yes. I oh hate it. Gosh. And here's why. You chew with your mouth open. I Sometimes I do, yeah. Um, it's bad habit. But I would say that like what bothers me the most about it is absolutely the visual experience. Seeing that happening, seeing the particles flying out of your mouth, seeing you stuff food in your mouth and then seeing the process of you chewing it bothers me so much but the problem is it's one of those things for me i can't look away i stare so hardcore when i see someone chewing with their mouth open i'm just looking at you like hey you still gonna chew with your mouth open this is the weirdest thing because when you have food in your mouth like something stuck in your teeth i'll be loud i'll be obnoxious and i'll say hey you got something in your teeth hey bro there's something in your teeth i'll be obvious about that but if you have if you're chewing with your mouth open i will just watch I will just stare. I will just be completely encompassed by it because it is the most distracting thing and I won't call it out. I don't know why. I just will not. I just will look, stare, and cannot possibly fathom anything else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's the point of that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a distracted person. You said the same sentence for 60 seconds straight. No, but... what? Why stare? Why don't you actually try and do something about it? I... I don't know. I just get distracted. That would be it. Sure, you just get locked into it. Yeah. Gross. Okay, here's my question. Do you eat rice? I mean, eggs with a spoon or a fork? Oh, um, I eat eggs with a fork. Um, I eat eggs with a fork usually because when I have eggs, um, I've made them myself. I don't usually like eating eggs made at a restaurant, um, mainly because usually when you have eggs, it's when you're at a diner or something like that. Diners make eggs uh, with no seasoning at all because they want it to be available for you to add whatever seasoning and stuff. That's fine, um, but I'm just not really about that. I like making my eggs myself um, because I know how I like to make them. When that comes in play, I don't have eggs just by themselves. If I was having eggs by themselves, probably would be having a spoon because it'd probably be easier. That's but, what we're talking about. Um, well, I always have eggs on the plate with other things that I'd be using a fork for, so I always eat my eggs with a fork. So, so you just had a bowl of eggs and rice. Bowl of eggs and rice? Well, yeah, spoon. Absolutely a spoon because I would eat rice with a spoon. I don't like eating rice with a fork. I just don't see the point of that. Like if I eat rice with a fork and rice just falls through, that doesn't make sense. But I would totally eat rice and eggs with a spoon. Yeah, but that would be that. I eat anything that is possible to eat with a fork with a fork. Almost anything. If I can have a fork, it's going to be a fork. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't really like eating with a spoon. There's something about it. Maybe it's that when you like pull it out of your mouth, there's like still spit on it like i can't i pull food off with my teeth off of a fork i can't do that with a spoon because it's rounded i don't know maybe you can but i don't only thing that spoon should be used for are soups and ice cream 
anything else can reasonably be eaten with a fork. And that's my take. Like, and I don't, if I have eggs, there's going to be rice with it or grits with it. And I usually eat that with a fork too. There are some times if a fork's not clean that I'll take a spoon or if I accidentally grab a spoon, I'll use a spoon. But it's definitely not my first choice on almost anything that I eat. Mm. Not a big spoon guy. More of a fork, dude. That's fair. Plain and simple. Dunzo. Call it. Call it. Ding, 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 ding. When someone reaches for your fries when they didn't order fries themselves. It depends on who it is. Um, It absolutely. I don't. I really don't enjoy when people touch my food. Mm -hmm. And it's not even a hunger thing. I just don't like people touch my plate. Like, don't. I didn't grow up in a family where we ate off of each other's plates. And I understand that a lot of people did, but I didn't. So don't touch my food. I yeah. ordered my food for myself. You ordered your food for yourself. Don't just reach into my food because I'll it'll 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 instantly irritate me if somebody touches my food. Because I'm like, why are you doing that? You have your own food right there. If you kindly ask me, hey, can I have some of that? Hey, can I? like we've had food where you're like, hey, let me taste. Okay, feel free here. I'm giving it to you. But if you just reach over and just start grabbing out of my food, I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be pissed because I, I hate when people touch my food. We didn't grow up doing that. So don't touch my food like we're not even like we're family because my family doesn't touch my food. So don't touch my food, period. Just don't. Don't touch my plate. Don't touch my fries. Don't touch my burger. Don't touch nothing that's on my plate because I ordered what I wanted. You order what you wanted. If you want to swap, trade, give, take, we can we can discuss that mutually. Other than that, don't touch it. Yeah. I remember specifically an instance where you and I uh, were having lunch um, and I had I ordered a pizza. You ordered a burger and we split it. Yeah. And that was like the beginning, right when it was served to us. And we just split it there and we never like reached for it again. It was just, that was it. That was what happened. Um, here's my rebuttal. I believe when someone reaches for fries on my plate that they are hungry. However, I also believe that they could have also ordered fries themselves. If you wanted fries, order it yourself. If you want my if you wanted my fries so bad, why didn't you ask? But at the same time, like I'm not too bad about if someone's reaching for something on my plate. Um, I will say, like my growing up, my dad had always been like just afraid of germs when it came to that kind of a thing, specifically around food. Like if you reached for something on his plate or you asked him to grab something off of your plate, like there was no like sharing silverware or like here, oh. try this. And you like just pick it with your fork and hand it to, there was none of that. Um, it was just gross to him. And I picked that up along the way because that was just what I saw all the time growing up. I think when someone's reaching for my fries, I'm like, I don't know where your hands have been. I don't know what's going on with that. And it's just, it freaks me out. You could have scratched your nuts right before. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, if someone had just gone to the bathroom, they come back and they're like, hey, uh, give me some fries. And you're like, whoa, I don't even know if you washed your hands, bro. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, it just, it really, it really freaks me out. I'm not really into that. Also, mm -hmm. you could have just ordered fries yourself, bro. Yeah. Order your own freaking fries. Done yeah. and done. My last question for you is hand washing dishes versus putting dishes in the dishwasher. Okay. Um so dishes themselves, right? Yep. It's not like pans and things like that. Correct. Cool. Okay, nobody um, put pan Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Um I'm just saying like there are there are different things that have like the purpose of being hand washed and being and being in the dishwasher. Dishes go in the dishwasher. It's in the name. Like maybe you have a dish that like is made a glass or something and it's explicitly states do not put in the dishwasher fine 
But dishes, your normal dishware that you would use, that goes in the dishwasher. Um, I'm I'm fine with like rinsing it off first in the sink and then putting it in there, or like scraping off food and stuff like that. Like I don't, ju- I'm not an animal. I don't just throw it in the dishwasher and and say, okay, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do believe that the dishwasher is used for washing dishes, um, specifically like your plates, your bowls, and stuff like that. I'm that's that's it. I just I'm all about putting dishes in the dishwasher. Okay, cut his time. Let me rebuttal. <clears throat> I am a very <clears throat> rebuttal time. I am a dish by hand person. Really? I prefer my dishes washed by hand simply because the dishwasher misses stuff. Mm. And there'll be like a little crusty crusty on your yeah. plate. And sometimes we actually pre-wash our dish and then put it into the dishwasher and run it. Now I've been trying to use the dishwasher more because I realized because of the commercials, how much more water I'm using by hand washing dishes. Mm -hmm. Cause when I hand wash dishes, I'm not in a rush. I have a podcast in my ears. I'm just scrubbing away, doing my thing. Yeah. Putting my soap on my cast iron. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But I would just rather eat off a dish that was hand washed Mm -hmm. than a dish that came out of the dishwasher. Now, the perfect world would be hand washing it and then sticking it into dishwasher and then putting it into the rack. But that wastes even more water. But sometimes it happens. So if I had if I was able to choose and maybe it's because my grandma, we didn't grow up with dishwasher. So we uh-huh. always did dishes by hand and we always knew that they were clean. Um, and yeah. I just don't know if that machine's going to clean my my dishes. And if yeah. you work in a restaurant with a dishwasher, you know that sometimes it really does not clean them. Yeah, I, I grew up without a dishwasher as well. It was just always broken. We had yeah. one. It was just always broken. I don't remember um, in any of my houses having a dishwasher. But I hate washing dishes by hand strictly because the dishwasher was broken. We had a double sink, but one of the sides of the sink leaked, so we couldn't put any dishes in that side. So you can only wash with this little, like, I don't know, 10 inch by 10 inch like sink. Yeah, my, my grandma just had a bucket inside the sink that you wash the dishes in. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I I don't know, but it was it we was take that, them out of the bucket and put um, them on the side. And the faucet to the dishwasher was broken. You had to use the sprayer. Love the sprayer. For everything. Um. So it was just, it was all of that together that just made this uh, hand washing dishes the worst thing ever. Sure. Um. For in my experience. So okay, last one. Yeah. We got to wrap up soon. Okay. You have one more. Yes, sir. Last six second tick of the night is. Ooh. Hope it's a good one. Hope it's a good one. Dropping food on your lap and just pretending it didn't happen. I don't have to pretend it didn't happen. It hit my lap. I'm picking it up, put it back in my <laughs> mouth. My lap is freaking clean, dog. I'm not worried about that. I, I There's a five-second rule for the ground, so there's at least a minute rule for the <laughs> lap. Like, I know where my lap has been. Like, if food falls on my lap, I'm like, he can't. And I am a cereal food dropper. Like, when I'm eating, food drops all the time most of the time back onto my plate but sometimes it misses the plate and then it misses my lap and it hits the floor if it's something that my dog can eat i'll just leave it but if it's not then i pick it up i have no problem with lap food <laughs> at all doesn't bother me one bit i feel like my lap's mad clean because i mean what does your lap really do other than just follow you around that's my take cool all right, cut his time. Throw on my rebuttal. When I drop food in my lap, usually the first thing I do when I get to a restaurant, I put a napkin on my lap 
Facts. Only at a restaurant, though. Only at a restaurant. I never do that at home. Um, at home, I don't care. The napkin's on the table. But when I'm at a restaurant, I put a napkin in my lap. When the food drops onto my lap, usually it's dropping on the napkin. Um, I don't care. I will pick it up. I'll eat it. Sometimes, depending on certain company, I get really, really like stingy with it, and I, I drop the food, and I'm like, okay, just going to try to brush that away, or maybe I'll just ignore it completely because I don't want anyone to notice that I just dropped food, even though like me picking it up doesn't mean that they didn't notice me dropping it. Mm. Like that doesn't make sense. But I just, I just, that's how my brain works. I think, Oh, if I try to pick it up, if I try to clean this up, people are going to know that I dropped it um, when they probably could have seen it happen anyway. So just pick it up and eat it. Mostly I fall under the category of just picking it up and eating it. I don't want to waste food. I, I, for some reason, when the food drops immediately think that that's more delicious than any food that could be on my plate (laughs) because the food that fell on my lap, Tastes better than the food on my plate for whatever reason. Facts. We have to wrap, but we have one more thing we have to talk about real quick. Okay, go for it. We're getting them stimmies, baby. Woo! We're going to get money. $1,400 per person. $300. We about to get these stimmies, though. So if you finna get a stimmy, feel free to PayPal me or PayPal Davey, Venmo me, Venmo Davey. Cash app. All that because (laughs) we need your support. Thanks. I mean, if you don't, you're not gonna, you're not going to spend your stimulus check on rent. Are you kidding right. me? Come on, spend it on decent takes. Your second favorite podcast. Yes, please rate, <laughs> review, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Decent Takes Show. Follow us on Instagram at Decent Takes Podcast. Just decent Takes. I think it's just Decent. Yeah, takes. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening to another episode of the Decent Takes Show, your second favorite podcast, serving me creative mix. <laughs> I can't do it. This used to happen on my old show, and it was just two words. Thank you for listening to the Decent Takes show, serving greatness globally or mediocrity to the masses. You've decided. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.